like to think that we take that headache off of others because that's what we're good at. And then we've also created this concept of Dev Center, so it's it's quick and easy to build apps on top of this data set in the platform. Um, so we we help companies keep doing what they're good at, okay. and we do what we're good at. Oil and gas makes modern life possible. The energy the world requires today and tomorrow will come from decisions made in the oil field today. Oil and gas will remain the leading source of fuel to power affordable energy that is sustainable for the billions of people that depend on the success of the industry. The oil field is a group of people, companies, technologies, and institutions working towards providing the world with safe, clean, storable, and transportable power. The Oilfield 360 podcast is a 360-degree deep dive into the leaders of the industry who will provide listeners with a first-hand account of what it takes to build, maintain, and lead the energy business into the future. The Oilfield 360 podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Lockton Global Energy and Marine, uncommonly independent. Lockton is the world's largest privately owned insurance broker and risk finance advisor. Lockton's global energy expertise is centered in Houston and represents the largest concentration of energy specialists, clients, and experiential knowledge in the upstream, midstream, and downstream segments of the oil and gas industry. Visit Lockton.com for more information. Upright Digital. Upright Digital specializes in partnering with your business to maximize marketing efficiencies. We have a deep understanding of people, their needs, motivations, behaviors, as well as the technologies that enable brands in many industries to utilize what is available in a changing digital landscape. Find us online at uprightdigital.com. Welcome to the Oilfield 360 podcast. My name is Josh Lowry. We are coming to you live from CorvaCon 2023. We are at the offices of Corva in Houston, Texas. Uh, I am usually joined by the co-host extraordinaire, Mr. David DeRode. David is in Mexico. You never know if David's on business or if he's on play. I don't know what he's doing. I just know he's abandoned me here in Houston. And I, I took over the show. I didn't listen. I'm doing it on my own. I love it. So, David, I love you, buddy, but I wish I was in Mexico. But actually, you're going to regret not being here. This is a great show today. Uh, we are at Corvacon, and I am joined. This is it. Normally, Dave and I would go back and forth. He'd make fun of my shoelaces. Not today. I'm joined with Courtney Dietze, the COO at Corva. Yes. And you said you married into this name. What, I did. What was your name, your maiden name? So, my maiden name is Hermes. Herm, okay. Like the Greek god. Yes. And then uh, my husband's family's from Switzerland. Dietz so, is a great name. It's it's different. You, you have to put, I mean, I would say Hermes, right? Isn't that the, yeah, that would be more fun. Yes. But I'm not related to the apostrophe. No bags. No. Yeah. No. Well, you got some good names, though. Yes. Well, listen, thank you. I, I know we talked a little bit off air getting ready for the show. Um, and I've, so actually, this audience doesn't know what CorvaCon 2023 is. Oh. So I'm going to, can you do, do, why don't, let me hear your explanation of what CorvaCon 2023 is. 
Yeah. And I want to see how close it is to what I've been telling everybody all day it is. Sounds great. Well, we'll start there. Okay. Uh, so this is our fourth Corvicon. Okay. Uh, we've uh, been doing this a few years. It's really about collaboration. So it's about bringing more interesting solutions to the industry with our customers, which are generally the end operators, but also now with our partners and you know other service companies, sustainability companies in the space. So we think what we do really well is, you know, doing the digital uh, offering, making um, incredible user interfaces so that people can actually use the data. And we, we enable other companies to do the things they're really good at, uh, you know, their niche in the upstream space. Okay. So I've been telling people that this is kind of like demo day oh, where yeah. you guys are, you know, it felt like the first half of the day was Corva talking about the products and really updating the market on what is going sure. on with them. Um, and hearing from the CTO, hearing from the, the, the chairman of the company, right? And just getting an update on what's going on. Yep. A lot of great stuff happening there. And then it feels like second half has been really talking about the partnerships going on, mm -hmm. some of your partner programs, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the stuff you've got going on with your drilling contractors, EMPs. And then also there's a, a I don't want to say a wing, but maybe a wing of the, the office here that is where you're bringing in different technologies that are... Um, in your app store, is that a way to say it properly? They are. So they're either apps we've created or apps that our partners or customers have created. So I did a great job describing what Corvette. Yeah, that works. I well, listen. I'm familiar with this from um, the IT world. We've got a, we've got a company that's involved in the world of IT, and we actually just went to this, and it feels like this is the beginnings of something that is very unique in the oil and gas world. I don't know of another one like this. We think we're. Um, pretty unique in the space. So um, part of that is how we were founded. Uh, we, we have been founded by Ryan Dawson, who was from outside of the industry. Um, I guess this is a good, good time to say that, you know, we paired his technology background and his amazing feel for customer use, user um, and user interface. Um, we paired that with oil and gas experience and to, to bring something new and very interesting that actually solves problems in our space. Um, the space really needed better software. Yes. So we started an unconventional drilling, made an incredible impact very quickly there, and then started expanding completions, um, have now started moving globally to conventional drilling, geoscience, um, and sustainability. Let me ask you, so you started an unconventional yes. in 16, 17? Uh, we became commercial at the very end of 17, Okay. and we blew up in 18. So you are employee number one. I was. That's amazing. Yeah, it was a, an incredible experience. I've I've never done a startup. Okay. Um, it's been uh, fantastic to build a company from the ground up. Okay. Um, Darmish Meta, our chairman, who you mentioned, he paired us together, and uh, we kind of started with uh, you know first day was like I had to figure out how to pay myself, um, <laughs> and then you know I had to figure out like uh, you know health insurance right important um, you know the small things yeah yeah so we had a bunch of single guys working at Corva um, they didn't care about health insurance and I'm like hey I'm a, I care about yeah. health insurance let's get some they were like okay fine I guess yeah so um, I mean we really started this from the ground up we had to figure out how to file taxes um, that is know, funny how to hire good people and how to get like recruit good people. Who, who just don't understand where we're going yet, yeah. uh, but could be a really additive part of that. 
So it's been an incredible experience. What, what, what was your experience before this? Yeah. So I've been in the oil industry since 2000. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, a lot of the companies I've been with have been bought up and have disappeared since. What type of companies? Um, so I started out with a subsea um, inspection company called West Engineering. Okay. Um, so was that with them for about five years. Uh, my first stint in software was tw 2006 or so um, in real-time drilling. Uh, that little company, Vizian, got bought up by Weatherford. Okay. And that's how I joined Weatherford for the next uh, about six years or so. Um, and then went to Carbo Ceramics uh, and then joined joined Corva after that. So I've been with Corva since the beginning of 17. Okay. Yep. Those, are, those are good companies. Yeah. I recognize a lot of those, actually. So you've seen, I mean, that's a pretty good, that's about the time I came in. Actually, okay. 2000s when I came in as well. So, you know, you came in very traditional. Mm -hmm. And then, it, you know, the early, mid-05s was, hey, there might be this thing called shale. Yes. Right? And then yes. it, there's the boom. Mm -hmm. And then there's the boom combined with, Offshore, mm -hmm. and then the offshore, and just made for the craziest time ever, the 2000, what, 12, yes. 8 through 12 time. Yep. Okay, then these downturns happen, and everyone keeps talking about crew change, the great crew change, and then yeah. it happens to, hey, we've got to digitize, and we've got to do, you know, the energy in transition or energy transition. Yep. So all of this is happening real time for you, and you're saying, I'm going to, are you focused on your career on making these moves, or is it just, mm. No. It, no. No. Okay. My entire career has just morphed. Um, my first role in the uh, oil industry uh, is going to make you laugh. I was a receptionist. Okay. Uh, so I was working on my MBA at night and my mother-in-law's company, this subsea equipment company. Um, they needed some help. And I went, okay, sure, that'd be great for a few hours a day while, while I'm working on classes. And then they found out I had an engineering degree. I had some experience uh, in another industry. And then they hired me on as a project manager. Yeah. So, um, so I, it, you know, it's just kind of morphed since then. I've had um, business unit. I've, I've managed business units. I've been a global product line manager, key account um, rep, uh, marketing. I've done all kinds of yeah. things. So, um, and then all of that's really been put to work with Corva. Um, because you Love just it. kind of like, uh, you just kind of have to figure out what the company needs from you that month or day and be that and then figure out the next thing. So You know, uh, these we've done quite a few podcasts here at your event today, yeah. so I'm trying to recall who said this, but <laughs> you're, it, it actually doesn't sound that crazy. Um, your keynote speaker, mm -hmm. uh, Bernie. Yes. She is incredible. Yes. She does strategy. She used to do strategy for an F1 team. Now she's on the... Uh, Fox One broadcast. Mm -hmm. um, I highly recommend you go find that was on the Energy and Transition podcast, guys. So go look that one up. But she started out working as an engineer mm -hmm. in the, you know, for an F1 team. Next thing you know, she is running strategy yeah. for an F1 team that wins an F1 race. So, you know, and she's in the, in the pits doing this. So I can't imagine that her climb was any more random than working as a receptionist all the way to the COO. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. it, it's just, and the other guy, we had another guy on your, on this podcast that said, this is an industry that rewards raising your hand. Totally love you know, that. That's right. Totally love that. I've always felt like you, you get into a company, you prove what you can do. Right. And then you just kind of write, write what's next for yourself. Um, always keeping what the company needs in perspective, but also what do you want to go grab a hold of? Correct. Next? Yeah. I, so that's, we live by that, yes. by the way. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I'm glad, happy to hear there's somebody that really has, can honestly, that can climb like that leading mm -hmm. a company. Mm -hmm. You know, I have I already fanboyed over this uh, company yet today. <laughs> Was that on air or off air? 
I think it was off air. Okay, because I'm but you're in, welcome to. I'm in on Corvette. Yes. Okay, I'm no, in on this. we love that. It is. I didn't know anything about it, and 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 I told you I I feel like I'm kind of your target market to yeah. know about it, and it's you know I've heard about Ryan. Yes. He's he's out of the country right now. Mm-hmm. I've I've talked to your CTO. Yes. Who gives me a month? I mean, this guy makes me look oh, he's like amazing. he look, makes me look like I'm humble, by the way, which is impressive. I was, <laughs> but he's a genius. He's he's, he's brilliant. super smart. We worked for years to get him. It it seems like it was well worth it. Yes, he is a very sharp guy, and it is, you know. But he's also passionate about the company, big and the technology. Yes, and um, and you, you know, then you kind of talk to the other people around it. This is a company that is that wants to win. It, yes. it feels like it's designed to win. You mentioned Ryan's eye for the experience. Yes. It, it feels like the entire facility is designed around that. It, it very much is. Um, I've told a lot of people that had I designed this facility, we would all be um, very efficient yes. in, in a little wing of it in cubes. And so luckily, Ryan and I complement each other like that. And he has this massive vision, yeah. right? And it's going to be open and industrial and, like, very creative. Um, so I think you need both parts yes. of that. But, but yeah, you see Ryan as soon as you walk into the office. Well, it's it, and truly, guys, the, the audience, it's a great audience that's listening yeah. here. You should come see what these people are about. This is not like anything you've seen in oil and gas. This is a... No, it's completely you, different. Yeah, this is yeah. Silicon Valley type stuff. It's yeah. what it feels like. It is. Yeah, Apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so now that we established that we're dealing with something different. Yes. What is Corva? What, are, what do we have here? Yeah, so uh, we are a, a software company that makes an impact on our customers' operations. Um, I think it could be just boiled down to something as simple as that. But we take tons of data and we make it into um, different apps that actually solve real problems and and they bring value, right? We can quantify the value that we're delivering to our customers on a well-by-well basis or quarter-by-quarter basis. Okay. And I think that's what's made us really successful is that everything is just uh, fit for purpose and, and it just uh, is, is easy to use for a wide variety of personas. A software company that makes life, what was it, that makes life makes- better? It, well, we make life better, but we, we make an impact on operations. Um, so I've heard data a lot. Big, yes. I've heard clean data yes. a lot. Tell me why that matters. So we talked about data quality a lot. A lot. A lot. It's been said really maybe the most, th- that's maybe the number one, number two thing I've heard throughout yes. the day between everybody talking. Yeah, and it's really not a fun, shiny thing to talk about. Right. But it's so fundamental to what we do and what our customers do that um, we have to focus on it. It's, um, but getting good data uh, from from the rig site or from a frac site, it's really hard. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. We'd take it for granted. Uh, but we have to drive um, better and better data quality because the things we want to do even next with machine learning, Gen AI, it depends on this foundation getting right. This foundation, meaning the you, foundation of data quality, it's kind of the, yeah. the the crap in crap out mentality. Yeah, it okay. is. And your customers. Yes. How how is their data? Um, it's not ever. And, and, and real quick, I'm right, sorry. To, right. So that's a two part question. Yeah. Because I'm realizing, like, what what is data to them? Like, are, yeah. are they collecting the right type of data? Do they already have it? Do you have to tell them what to go get? 
Um, all of that depends. Okay. So uh, we work for very small operators to very large global operators. Um, the global operators definitely um, want to collect more and, and wider um, data sets. Okay. Um, some of the smaller ones, we're teaching them how to use access to data and like how to use the app. How right? to even use it. How to use it, yes. So they're not even collecting. They're not collecting it themselves. They're leaving it to companies like Corva. To, oh, to, so that's pretty handy. To have the so if you don't even, yeah. you can use this even if you're not collecting your own data. Yes. Yes. So we can go and help a one rig customer um, with one engineer and one company man. We, we can help them um, improve their operations and improve predictability. Um, or we can go to a global major and, and become the platform that they run all their drilling and completions with. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you probably are getting the full spectrum then. We of, are. Yes. We are. And so it's very important to us not just to create great software, but we also have a 24-7 operations team that supports. By the way, that's what's downstairs, isn't it? Yes. Guys, yes. <laughs> that you would blow your mind what's downstairs. It looks like it's, I mean, do you guys have a nickname for it? No. Oh, you got a nickname. We should. We should. It looks, it needs a nickname. Yeah. It's very we'll cool. we work on that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. but our customers love working with our 24-7 yeah. operations team. Um, we respond within 12 seconds. Uh, we hire people with field experience so they know what they're talking about when, when our customers reach out. Um, in addition to that team, we also have a team of solutions engineers that, that teach our customers how to use Corva and different workflows and different app combinations right. to accomplish whatever op objectives they have, right? So app combinations. Yeah. I, I think I know what this means because I've learned this today. But so when you say use Corva, that yeah. can mean a couple things, mm -hmm. correct? Oh, it could mean a lot of things. Okay. Yes. Can you explain that? Sure. So um, when when customers are using Corva. And, and by the way, yeah. real quick, I'm, I typically don't do this much of a, um, I'm not going to say a commercial, but I typically don't let guests do this much of an explanation on the product because I feel like. The products are, you know, I, I like to hear about the explanation of why did the person build the widget, but this is such a unique moment in time for our industry that I'm, I really want the audience to hear about the product. Awesome. It, well, I mean, that's. Yeah, it, we love that. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I appreciate <laughs> it because it's, it's, it really isn't, it feels different than anything I've seen out there. And I'm like, I want you guys that are listening to understand that this is something that's, that I haven't seen, and I see a lot of things that are cool, but this is one where are like, wait a minute, this this is going into large ENPs and small manufacturers, and really could speed up some digitization of, mm -hmm. of things. So, okay, on that note, yeah, what is you know when you say use Corva, yes, what are we talking about? So we could be talking about um, a company man or directional driller on a rig, right? Uh, we could be talking about an engineer um, or his managers in the office. Um, exec levels, we could talk about third parties that are um, provided access by the operator. All these people use Corva, but they're all gonna use this over 100 apps. They're all gonna use it slightly differently. So uh, if you're looking at somebody drilling a well, um, they might be interested in the apps that help them drill faster, smarter, avoid hazards. So that, yeah. that could be an app, Yeah. just to explain to the audience. You're talking about, I go to the Corva website, Yes. And then I go to an, an app, could an be a company that I'm also familiar with, mm -hmm. that is not Corva. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a partnered, almost like the app store on 
yes. Android or, uh, yeah, yeah. or uh, Apple, right? Right. Okay. So it is an app store concept, right? So you can get Corvus apps there, Baker, Neighbors, um, all of our partner companies, and even some of our customers have developed apps um, to provide to other operators, which is a pretty interesting scenario. Um, but we have, uh, you know, apps could be an ROP heat map or a driller's roadmap, or it could be metrics, um, torque and drag broomstick model. I mean, we have all these different apps. Um, that's just from the drilling side. But you've got uh, different ways to combine the information right. to either use historical and real-time information together, or maybe you're just interested in the real-time information. Um, you can compare operational efficiencies among all of your rig fleets or your completions fleets. Um, there's almost too much to it, but that's also why we have the solutions engineers helping our operations team right. um, help decipher and pick through what's important uh, for the customer. Yeah, we had uh, maybe it was William Fox yeah. on yeah on another podcast, and he was talking about just that point that there's so much data, but he really was talking about you know I, I, maybe it was the guy from Neighbors that mm -hmm. said you know gather data, gather and use it. Don't just gather you need to use it because it's it's important right now to be able to just because there's now there's a lot of ways to collect it but what are you going to do with it yes um really interesting i okay all right see i'm i'm just starting to it i i didn't really understand which i've always thought you were more it feels like you're stronger in the drilling side of things i i that's my background is more no, no, oh, not yet, you yeah, yeah i just mean the company itself is yeah. that so our we have more history in the drilling side of things. Um, we brought in a completions team in about 2019. Okay. So we have a whole team focusing on uh, the completion solutions, uh, and, and that you know part of our operations team downstairs is focused only on completions. Okay. Um, so as we've evolved offshore, um, of course we we bring in a new set of expertise. Uh, same with geoscience. So we we keep adding on domain expertise as we're developing new solutions with our customers. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're, you've mentioned, so one of the, I'm trying to think, I heard a stat today. How many wells are you guys involved in right now worldwide or, or nationwide? I mean, is there a, mm. is there a metric you guys are involved in? Because I, I kind of heard some of the numbers and I feel like it's yeah. a lot more than people are going to, it's going to surprise a lot of people. We're probably currently uh, with drilling completions and geoscience on about 400 current operations would just be my guess. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It, it is a lot. Mm -hmm. The numbers are much more than I yeah. thought the guy that he was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, now, you guys are heavy domestic. Yes. And you're expanding international? We are. Okay. We are. So um, we, we have operations all over the world. Um, and, of course, we're continuing to develop more and more um, as we go here. So one of the things we've worked hard, and you mentioned the CTO, Jeff Jensen, um, he and his team. I like Jeff, by the way. Oh, Jeff's fantastic. I don't like him because he said, you know, back in, I was with a guy named Richard Rodriguez. He said, you know, when you guys <laughs> in your day, and I said, Jeff, <laughs> this thing's not getting published if you drop us in the grease like that. Just want to let you know. Very Other good. than that, really like he, him. Yeah. Oh, no, he's great. He's great. <laughs> so he and his team have been working on something we call um, like in an enterprise uh, installation. So right. um, we historically have only worked with a U.S. data center, okay. uh, but not all countries allow data to come out you know, to the U.S. So now we have one in Europe. Uh, we have one in Doha. Uh, we're building more and more of these 
you know, independent cloud or on-premise installations. Okay. Um, which is pivotal for us, you know, to be able to go internationally. Um, we have the global agreement with Baker. Uh, so Baker is helping us, you know, we're able to utilize their footprint. It's a good footprint. partner to have globally. We, we love Baker. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we've been doing more and more with them to expand globally. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our direction. The, the global, I yeah. mean, obviously, right? Yes. Yes, okay. I, have you been over to uh, Adipec yet? I have not, but we uh, just had a team, uh, I think seven or eight of us went. They, uh, they did go over there? They did, participated in panels, presented papers, yes. Oh, I'd be interested to hear how that went. Mm -hmm. Adipec's amazing. I've it's, heard it's, it's a unique huge. show. It's yes. massive. Yes. It's not just massive. It's, uh, it is incredibly well attended, as you can imagine, yeah. not just in, in this amount of people but yeah. like the who's who that goes to it it's really quite a quite an event so if you do get the chance i recommend going into it um now the i just got back from where was i orlando orlando it's nice unless you're going to disney i don't know if you really want to go to orlando but um i went to a um back to the it world mm -hmm. it was a technology partner friend or company that we have uh they had their annual partner meeting right Nice. Um, very similar to this, except four or 5,000 people. Absolutely huge. Yes. I was blown away by how big it was. And they show off different technologies, and, you know, they're trying to show you what they, all they can do. Very similar to this. And their partner program consists of thousands of people. Wow. And, I'm, and one of the things you guys are developing and is you guys have a partner program. How, how big is your part? Is it a new yeah. program? Are you guys just rolling it out? Has it been around a long time? Actually, it's been around for more than a couple of years. Okay. Um, Next Tier is our first partner. Next Tier. So we provide their some of their internal uh, real-time center uh, technology okay. as well as um, their external to customers. Um, you know, they provide Corvette to their I customers. I would not have said that Next Tier was going to be your first one. That's interesting. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, just because of, I would have thought a drilling contractor would have been one of the first, but that's interesting. Okay. Um, no, we've been working really successfully with next year yeah. for a couple of years um you know baker is a huge partner for us neighbors uh we're continuing we should be having uh have some new new announcements out pretty quickly but like large and small you say large and small yes um you know again i go back to that company i was telling you about earlier that if you guys are doing a small manufacturer mm -hmm. that in in the world of wellhead or you know something like that it, it, it's impressive so i can see where you're getting a different world um, the world of frac. Are you guys involved much with frac? We are. You are. Yes. Okay. In in what way do you care yeah. to share into that? Uh, sure, sure. Okay. So um, next year, right? yeah, okay. big partnership, right? Fair. Um, in addition, we're we're providing real time um, frac pump down and wireline data um, from North and South America. Um, so we pull that data in. It's more complex pulling that data in. I would imagine. On the completion side than it is drilling because it's a lot newer. Um, it, it's, it's a lot know, newer. What do you mean by newer? So uh, it doesn't have the infrastructure that, that drilling does. Yep. Drilling, we have the benefit of just tapping into these different data sources. Um, on the completion side, we had to, to create that first. So we're pulling all this data in. Um, we, we do a lot of metrics, operational efficiencies, right. and now we're adding more and more partners to do the more, uh, the more interesting R and D type projects with the data. So, um, one of the things that we're doing, uh, we have drill to frack, they use, um, MSE 
to figure out you know frac placement. Okay. So that that's a special app in Corva. Um, MGB, where you're working with fuel efficiency and fuel replacement. Okay. Um, so, so that's that's the aspect of what we do in completions. It's, um, yeah, they're very challenging operations. What about frac pumps? Do you guys deal much with that? No, just the data Flow? from them. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, this is, you know, I kind of was loaded in that question a little yeah. bit because I wanted to, this audience is heavy frac okay. and heavy oil. So, audience, once again, I'm setting you guys all up for the to be on the front end of a curve here. I think you guys should pay attention. One of the things that Jeff said on a prior podcast that was ama so amazing, I made him repeat it. Wow. It was truly, again, I like him. He said that if you're not doing, your, you being your company, isn't doing something with generative AI uh, within 12 months, that you will be, so, you will be behind yes. to the tune of that you may be left behind, and not only left behind, that you're going to be missing an opportunity to be a part of a, a massive transition part here that's taking place that really kind of the internet type mm -hmm. stuff. That's what's going, that's how important this moment is. Mm -hmm. And when I hear you guys talking about, when, I'm, when I think frac, I think frac, I think fluid ends, I think sure. frac pumps, you know, flow. The, this audience, this is where I'm like, hey, there's a lot of money involved in this. Yeah. There's a lot of bodies involved in this. Um, they need to pay attention to this. Yes. So they need to reach out to you guys, right? And let's say I'm in that world, yep. which I am, but let's just say I'm in that world. And I wanted to get involved with you. What, what, what do I do? Yeah, so we have. I'm, this is the best commercial ever. I've never I done know. this. I'm, that's how much I'm into you guys. Thank you. I'm not sure how much our team's paying you, but I really they're not. They're it. not. I nice. got a bar. I got an ice cream bar a minute nice. ago. We, yeah, we haven't even started happy hour yet. So oh. this is fantastic. What? Yeah, five o'clock. I got an ice cream bar, and I had to eat, eat half of it because you showed up. <laughs> They'll still have ice cream when we're done. <laughs> um, yeah, so we actually have a whole partner program. Okay. Um, we really like to have a discussion on what that means, right? So what what's the type of solution you're trying to build in Corva? How can we help you? Um, what is the commercial model for that? Uh, you know, we think that's an important um, aspect of the whole partnership program is one plus one should equal more than two. Okay. Uh, so we, we have those conversations. Um, we scope out the development and we all get it done together. You just build the software from there. Build the solution, I should say, really. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, Dashboards and yeah, that's just it's. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And then you can you know access those apps on your phone on any web browser. Um, we try to make it really painless. And why would I go to you versus doing this myself? So we've worked many many years to get the platform part right. Okay. It's um, it takes hundreds of people, and hundreds of hours for each one of them to get this right and keep the platform ready to ingest all of this data and do interesting things with it. Okay. Um, we like to think that we take that headache off of others because that's what we're good at. And then we've also created this concept of DevCenter. So it's, it's quick and easy to build apps on top of this data set in the platform. Um, so we, we help companies keep doing what they're good at okay. and we do what we're good at. I think I heard somebody say this is like why would you build your own cloud? Um, yeah, I agree with that. Right? I mean, mm -hmm. the Googles and Amazons, they've, they've right. mastered it. Use theirs and do what you're good at. That's yeah. a good example? I think that's a great example. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else do I need to know about Corva? I mean, isn't this yeah. great? I mean, pff, 
I need a job. <laughs> Listen, I, this is – I've it. seen your office here. You guys have espresso bars and ice cream apparently. <laughs> I, I may not leave. Well, you're welcome to come back tomorrow. Not come back. Yes. Not leave. You missed, yeah. you missed a key no, phrase no. there. So yeah. what, what do I need – what else do I need to know about Corva? I mean, we, we love to show the software to people um, because that really um, is the start of the aha moment on, like, how can Corva be part of um, what I need. Okay. And so uh, we have demos all day long. Where? Know. Here? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll set up custom, you know, one-on-one -on -one demos, whatever works for people. In your um, room to be named later? Yes. Okay. Our operations center. Okay. Yes, yes. We're gonna, with the creative name. We're coming up with a new name on yes, this. But yes, I think that's reasonable, yeah. Okay. Um, but no, we, we want to understand what problems are people trying to solve. Um, service company, operator, um, you know, what are you trying to solve? What's your challenge? And then, like, let's talk about how to get the data in and how to get it into a, a friendly format so people can actually use it to make good decisions. A friendly format? Yes. What is... What does that mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, uh, just like our office space you mentioned. I mean, there's this whole customer interface. Our our office space. Our office yes. space, Josh. Yes. Yes. Um, so we we want to create a wonderful user experience, and so let's figure out, um, you know, not only the the problem we're trying to solve and the data sets, but also how can we get this in the hands of the person who needs to make better decisions from it. And so we we put a lot of effort into the the interface, um, you know, so that 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 works really painlessly. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm in. I like it. I hope it's going well. How is it going well? The market's receiving it. You guys are growing. I heard this is your largest one. This is our largest Corvacon. Yes. Um, yeah. No, we've grown every year um, as a company. Mm -hmm. um, it's been Through an amazing. Through COVID, no problem. Oh, COVID was a tough year. Okay. But even we showed growth twenty, you know. Okay. Uh, twenty onward, and um, it's been an amazing experience for uh, you know getting getting a tech startup off the ground. And um, no, we I we what, love what it. does a tech startup look like in Houston? Yeah, so I think it looks fast and furious, um, figuring out uh, how to stand out from all the other tech startups uh, that are everywhere. Um, you know, we started with a PowerPoint presentation just like everybody else did, but um, we, we delivered on what we said we were going to deliver on. So I think it's it's having the vision, it's being able to convince others of your vision and then actually deliver on it. Yeah. I, I think that's the whole the whole game there. Well, truly, you guys, we've met a bunch of your team. Yeah. You have a great team. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I, employee number one, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'm sure you've, how many employees do you guys have now? Uh, we have about 250 people globally. Wow, yes. That's amazing. Yes. That is amazing. I, that is such a fun run. Yeah. I, I really commend you and your team and oh, thank you. Ryan and everybody. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's enjoying wherever he is right now, but uh, what a deal. And the startup life is not easy. It's not. Like, you know, figuring out getting paid and insurance, I'm sure, was its own issue. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I know what that brings. Mm -hmm. uh, I just. Again, this is awesome. We Great, wish you guys you. the best of luck. So it's Corva.ai. Mm -hmm. I said com earlier, and they're like, no, oh, Josh. I gosh, know. Yes. <laughs> it's not yes. Corva.com. Right. Uh, it's Corva.ai. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there anything else you'd like me to let people know? Come see us. Come see you guys. Yeah, yeah I do I do recommend. Yeah. This is the uh, the Canon on the, the west canon. side of town. Mm -hmm. Yes, you hear my voice? This is how many podcasts I've done today. It sounds like a it, lot. It's been a lot. Yes. But honestly, it's been worth it. This Good. is... Like I said, I, I really enjoy talking about things that I'm passionate about. 
and I don't know if I was, thought I was going to believe in it this much at 9 a.m., and I mean that. <laughs> Good. It, okay. it, you guys have really got something special, and it, it's just so unique. This is not like it's a new steel or it's a new widget. I mean, this is something that can really touch a lot of people and kind of, I mean, you know, save money, eliminate yeah. people out on the roads. There's there's a lot of touch points that don't have to happen, and that's that hits both oil field, oil and gas, energy transition, yeah. technology, digitalization, and there's a lot of things here yeah. that it can touch. So uh, we just wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you so much, Josh. Thank we you, ma'am. Good luck to you. Yeah, thanks. All right. Thank you guys very much. Tune in and, and check us out. The Oil Field 360 podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Locked in Global Energy and Marine, uncommonly independent. Lockton is the world's largest privately owned insurance broker and risk finance advisor. Lockton's global energy expertise is centered in Houston and represents the largest concentration of energy specialists, clients, and experiential knowledge in the upstream, midstream, and downstream segments of the oil and gas industry. Visit Lockton.com for more information. Upright Digital. Upright Digital specializes in partnering with your business to maximize marketing efficiencies. We have a deep understanding of people, their needs, motivations, behaviors, as well as the technologies that enable brands in many industries to utilize what is available in a changing digital landscape. Find us online at uprightdigital.com.